stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I'm leaving. Hello, welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 61, and I am Tani Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin here for another week to debunk the junk. All those stories that get in our way and cause us more stress than we would like and get in the way of us actually doing the things that we really do like. I know. That's sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm. But this is the 61st time <laughs> we've come on here to help people try and work through that and maybe not do that so much anymore. Uh, and so and we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep going. Yeah. Right. Cause there's, there's no, there's no expiration date. Right. On this stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so thank you for joining us. If you're listening live, good morning, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hope you're enjoying it. If you're listening as a podcast, thanks so much for subscribing and leaving us a review. Really appreciate it. You can also check out our YouTube channel, breaking up with our BS, see what we look like and see our dynamic in person. Uh, or more in person, I guess. It's not in person. It's on video. Never mind. Mm-hmm. You can also visit our Facebook group of the same name, Breaking Up With Our BS, and get more information there. You can also check out, if you want to apply all these things that we're talking about to yourself in your own context, be sure to check out unperfectyourself.com, which mm-hmm. is where Tawny's six-week self-mastery course about how to apply all this to yourself exists, and you can sign up for that then. Pretty amazing stuff in that. Yeah. 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 We're all over the place, just trying to help out where we can. That's right. Yeah. We're sort of unlearning what's been learned. That's no? right. Does that work? No. Unlearning? Not yeah. Really? No, okay. it does. Okay. It does. Yeah, there is unlearning mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Right? There is unlearning because, you know, first of all, we've learned, as we've talked about before from a really young age, that the stories in our head matter, mm-hmm. right? Or that we have to figure them out or we have to head them off the pass or we have to run away from the feelings they engender that develops habits, you know, of how we respond to things. And it takes, I think it does take some time to unlearn those things. Once we see that there is something to unlearn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. So it widens us up to be able to have new perspectives, Mm -hmm. new experiences in our life, Mm -hmm. more joy, more ease. Yeah. Yeah. Life feels more cozy. Yeah. Weren't you telling me not too long ago that somebody told you that you didn't get as angry about, not angry, get as affected. Like things, things didn't bother you. Things don't That's bother what you me said. as much. Yes. 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 Somebody said that to me not too long ago. Things don't seem to bother you like they used to. Right. Yeah. And I was really bothered by that. No, just, <laughs> it's just, like, what the heck did that mean? And then wait, you went into your head and you were like, told yourself all the stories about what they probably meant about them saying... Yeah. We trying to say, bro? Yeah, right. no, exactly. No, no. Actually, actually, my response was, um, yeah, I guess so. Because mm-hmm. you know, and more accurately, I think what I ended up saying to him. So more accurately, there the things do bother me, but not as many things mm-hmm. used to. You know, there's that book, "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff." Yes, I've, I don't need to read that book. You don't need to read it. No, mm-hmm. no, because you already are doing that. You're yeah, just like deciding. If something bothers you, you'll decide what to do next. Like, yeah. is it worth the bother? Yeah, right. And you know what's interesting is sometimes those are things that other people think I really should be bothered by. Mm-hmm. And then they get bothered by the fact that I'm not bothered by them. 
And then they wonder, what kind of person doesn't get bothered by this thing that should be bothering them that is bothering me? And because it's bothering me, it should bother them. Right. And I just kind of go, hmm. Huh? No, that, that whole thing is a lot. It's a lot. I know. <laughs> I know. And yeah, I, there's the, the filter for me or the, or the choosing mechanism of what is going to bother me. Um, I have a much better sense of what we're actually, that's pointing and when do I want to give it that? And, and honestly, you know, if something bothers me, uh, at some point I usually catch that it's bothering me. Once upon a time it would just bother me. Mm-hmm. Then I have to decide what to do with it. And probably, cause I used to do this a long time ago when I was bothered by something, I would try to figure it out. So then I'd have to make up a story (laughs) about it to then figure it out. Right. Right. Now I just am like, oh, what's this about that I'm being bothered by this? Sometimes it's just because I just wanted to do something this way Mm -hmm. and the person I'm with wanted to do it that way. Yeah. And so then just like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to be bothered by that then. We'll just, whatever is fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I've there are certain things that that I won't allow to bother me because in that moment it doesn't matter if I'm right or not. I just yeah. don't want to be bothered. Yeah. You totally. Know? Uh there are other times where uh if something's bothering me, I I get more curious more often now than reactive like, "Oh, I wonder what that's about." Mhm. Cuz it usually it's around something that maybe didn't bother me before, but it is today. Mm-hmm. Like a certain person's tone of voice or a certain situation or whatever. Usually, though, what I do then is that I go inward, right, into the body. Mm-hmm. That's the big difference now. Because mm-hmm. I'm taking a look rather than going, oh, that, that's the problem out there. Yeah. I start with me first. And usually within a, within a very short amount of time, I have a sense of something. It could be I just didn't get as much sleep the night before. Okay, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little more irritable today. Mm-hmm. That's all it needs to be right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or, or I'm feeling bad about that thing yesterday. Or, you know, yeah. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's where you have some control, mm-hmm. right? Some you, can, you can decide what you want to do with that. And I think what's so funny is that um, when, you know, it's easy to get angry and irritated when you sort of like are pointing the finger out about like, I wish that person would just do it this way and then I wouldn't be so irritated, right? right. Um, but I think it's kind of funny to notice what actually bothers me. Mm. Right. Like that, that, that first kind of, um, twinge of bother. Right. And then, and starting to really pay attention then. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of funny sometimes because yeah. sometimes it's something related to like old behavior uh, from somebody that I thought like, Oh, I'm over that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, just something that's not even a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and I just kind of have a chuckle because I think, well, it's it's funny to notice all of the little things that we've let get in the way mm-hmm. for so long. And that even when we think, oh, I'm over that, they still pop up. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's it's really about, okay, so what then? I notice it. Now I can notice it instead of getting spun up into five different stories mm-hmm. and then really being angry because I've made up this whole scenario. About what it all means, right? <laughs> and then we can catch it faster. Right. And then we start to notice when it's not as weighted, when it's not as heavy, when it's not five stories in. Yeah. It's only maybe a half a story. Yeah. Or one story in, right? It's like, 
That's a funny story. Yeah. That's a funny story I just told myself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they can be from the weirdest places, big and small. Mm-hmm. You know, I what came to mind when you were talking about that was, you know, I have a, a group of friends going back years that joke that um, if you hang around me, there's a much better chance that some sort of emergency situation is going to happen if I'm around, if I'm not. Uh, but then in those situations, I end up doing something. Mm-hmm. That happens quite a bit. And what's interesting about that is I, I spent some time on this because... People ask me if that bothers me, that that happens. No, it actually doesn't. And I think the reason why is because when something happens unexpected that's an emergency, you're in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the moment. Whereas in a situation like that, I can stay cool and collected and, you know, maneuver my way through. However, if I can't find the dime that's rattling around in the dryer, mm-hmm. I lose, I can lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden there's like, I'm, I'm angry, I'm frustrated. And I've just gone from zero to 100 miles an hour in no time. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, still, if something's rattling around in the dryer, I could pick it up like from outside. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like this sixth sense. And I laugh at myself now. I was like, man, that makes no difference whatsoever. And yet, Mm -hmm. there's something in that. That's that's what comes up when you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for the mustard in the refrigerator today because I wanted to, you know, make myself this nice little lunch with some tuna and some mustard. I have this little recipe that I like. Anyway, I knew, I know the mustard is in the refrigerator. I know it's in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find it at all. I couldn't Mm -hmm. find it. I couldn't find it. My dog's watching me, you know, so I want to be cool. I don't want to lose myself. (laughs) You want to be a good example for your dog. Yes, yes, right. (laughs) And and so she's very impressionable. Yes, she is. She watches me constantly, so I'm always like feeling that weight. But anyways, I didn't want to lose it in front of my dog. Um. So, but I was like, why can't I find the mustard? <laughs> right? Did you, Did you start and wondering did Hubby Dave put it somewhere? No, I didn't start wondering that because I knew that mustard was in there, yeah. and for some reason I just couldn't find it. Right? I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to find it. Oh, you it's still couldn't be find in there. it? No, I couldn't find it because I said, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I must not need mustard today. <laughs> the universe does not want me to have mustard. I need to play it cool. I need to be okay in front of my dog. So <laughs> I got everything else out. So you didn't have mustard? I didn't your... have mustard. I didn't have mustard. Day. And it was okay. I was going to be okay. And I didn't let myself sort of make it mean anything other than that. gotcha. Just couldn't find the mustard. I couldn't find the mustard, right? And it's kind of funny. You know, I think think when you get older, like, you know things are right in front of you. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And you can't find it. It's me with my car keys. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. I I just had a chuckle, and I just said, thank you, Gita, my dog, because she helps me, and um, made my meal, and there we went. But yes, so... (laughs) I'm adopting that as a euphemism. This is just one of those days where I couldn't find the mustard. Yeah, one of those days, right? And Where it's and, right in front of you, not a big deal, but you just couldn't find the mustard. But I could have made it a big deal. You could have. I could have. Mm-hmm. So out of curiosity, what did you do instead? What did I do You didn't instead? go with mustard. Did you go mayo? Did no. Did you get crazy and go ketchup? No, because I, oh no, I don't do ketchup. And oh. I, I don't have ketchup in my refrigerator. Ketchup and but, tuna um, sounds disgusting. Yeah, right. that would be gross. I don't even think I'd put that in there if I had it, but... Um, no, I'm trying to cut, um, you know, the fat calories a little bit. Uh, so I didn't do the mayo. I just, I know it sounds crazy, but I just went without it. Wow. I know. 
I know, but it was still good. Branching out. It was still good. Um, but you know, I just couldn't let it bother. I just didn't want the energy around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The frustration about not having the mustard. I really want to know where the mustard is now. <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna check and I will let you know. I will let you know. It's gonna be. You know where it's gonna be. It's gonna be right in front of the shelf. That's yeah. the the media, the middle shelf right in front because I always look behind. You know, I always look on the doors. I always look. Right, so it's gonna be right from now. Face. Will you need to find it yourself, or could you ask Hubby Dave to go in and tell you where it is? You know what? As long as we find the mustard, the mustard. <laughs> I'm okay with whoever finds it. Stay focused on the problem here, JD. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's finding the mustard. Doesn't matter who finds it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's it is remarkable, and I think the, to me the ability to to see those things as they're happening is one of the great gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, getting into the body, recognizing the stories. And being able to not make it a problem and laugh at myself a little bit, Mm -hmm. even about the things that used to really bother me. You know, one of the things that historically used to really bother me was when somebody would ask me if I was sure about something. Mm. I would say something and they'd say, are you sure? Mm -hmm. And my first reaction is like, no, I was lying to you the first time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'm thinking in my mind, you jerk. What do you, you know, (laughs) you not take me at my word. What, you know. Was I, you know, did I sound kind of, eh? mm-hmm. that used to really bother me. Mm-hmm. And not too long ago, somebody said that. I, and somebody said that to me and I had this, mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, well, that's a weird question. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself literally on the other side of that. I went, well, that was interesting. That hasn't happened in a while. Uh-huh. You know, uh, not only not having been asked that, but having the response to it. And I remember where it came from. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes from childhood. You know, I I didn't like when certain people, particularly my parents, asked me if I was sure about something. I wanted reinforcement that I'd made a good choice or that they, I took it as them not trusting oh. that I was making a right choice mm-hmm. and that they were telling me that I wasn't making a right choice. That's how I used to take it. Oh. And that's not, that wasn't the situation at all. Mm-hmm. Not only was that not the situation back then, knowing my parents, but as an adult, you know, that wasn't the situation. And it was nice to not go down the road of a story and just go, okay, mm-hmm. they're just asking if you're sure, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. maybe because they're, you know, they're in this case, it was one of appreciation. They were like wanting to express, oh, are you sure you can do that? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So they were just, it was clearly somebody's way of saying, I don't want you to go out of your way or whatever. And sure. Could they be more forthcoming direct with that? I suppose. But at the same time, I didn't need to make it a big deal. Just just say, yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And this is a great example, too, of how we have different people in general, have different things that cause the the feeling around that, right? Like, so I don't know that, well, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but I don't know that anybody's ever asked me, am I sure? Really? (laughs) Right. I don't know. Probably God, maybe because lucky. I appear not, I don't know why, but I'm thinking to myself, so I don't have a childhood experience around, are you sure? Okay. Right? And so if somebody said to me, are you sure? I wouldn't even, I don't even know what I would say. I I, prob- I don't even know, but I definitely know I wouldn't have a physical reaction in my body oh, yeah. because I don't have something, a story about what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That was developed. Yeah. And so that's the part. And when we're communicating with each other, we don't know what our everybody's stories are. Oh, yeah. Right. This person didn't know. No. Of course not. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. 
So it's so important for us to know ours. Mm -hmm. It's not for other people to know us, to then be the way we want them to be so that we can feel as good as we can feel. Right. It's for us to know our little crunchies Mm -hmm. so that then when they show up, then we know what we want to do with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You've never been asked that. My first reaction to that is like, lucky. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been, no. How come sure you're doing the right thing? <laughs> no. Anyway. Maybe because there people are thinking, uh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not sure. I don't even need to ask her that question. <laughs> I'm not paying any attention to that at all. Right. Oh, Who knows man. why they don't. No, it's very true. You know, and, and what can happen too, at least what happened to me in that situation when I first was making realizations about that childhood association years ago, was I realized that if, if, if people that I had the association around kept doing it, not knowing that I was having a response to it, mm-hmm. that was on me. Yeah. So I shared that. You know, in this case, it was with my mom. And I said, you know, mom, when, when you asked me that, here's what I hear. You know, and of course, she's like, that is not what mm-hmm. I meant. And of course, and I, I believed her. I said, of course, I believe you. But that's what comes up. How about going forward, we go with this instead. And I got to give her credit. That was years ago. She has never again said to me, are you sure? Mm-hmm. She, she took it to heart. Yeah. And it was that simple. Mm-hmm. It was that simple of an adjustment. And that's one reason why the other day it caught me so off guard. <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? No one's asked me that. Mm-hmm. In the longest time. And it's nice to be on the other side of that, honestly. Right. It feels great. Yeah. Yeah. And the part two is that we can communicate sort of what's happening for us mm-hmm. around a particular thing. Not the, you did this to me. Right. So you need to do this different. Not right. the that that we yeah. do all the time. Yeah. But this is how I'm experiencing this moment. Is is that what you're intending? Is that what you're hoping for? Is that how you're experiencing it? Is mm-hmm. it a little, you know, there's a lot, depending on our relationship, we would ask a lot of different questions. Sure. But oftentimes just the sharing of this is how I'm experiencing this. What are your, you know, what's happening for you? Yeah. Or whatever, does elicit like, whoa, oh, okay, that's not really what I'm wanting you to hear. Yeah, um, that's not my intention at all. Right, right. Yeah. And so then we get out of the blame game. Mm-hmm. That so often creates so much reactivity between mm-hmm. us. And disconnect and protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because staying in that space and having talking about it like that allows for connection to hold on, mm-hmm. you know, and stay in that, mm-hmm. you know. And that's so much better. Yeah. You know, because it, and, and it allows somebody a chance to, to show up and go, oh, not what I meant. I can actually see why that would land that way. Perhaps, or if it's not just like, oh, no, it's not what I meant. Then the other person being, okay, they didn't mean that. I take them at their word. Mm-hmm. And you stay in that connected space. Mm-hmm. So much better. Yeah. Or we're able to find different words. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, because we don't know what words, I, unless I ask and we communicate, I don't know what words are going to uh, get your nervous system going. Yeah. You don't know what words are going to get my nervous system going because they could be what we believe to be kind, compassionate words, actually, too. <laughs> yep, yep. And that can get it going. Yeah. Yeah. It can just come across as being talked down to mm-hmm. or being doubted mm-hmm. or being accused of something or singled out. It's amazing. 
you know, and, and so often when that would happen to me in the past, I would try to talk somebody out of that and just say, well, no, 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 it's, it's this, 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 and this. And that doesn't really need to happen either. It can be like, not what I intended, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and it's, it's amazing those opportunities where so often we can miss mm-hmm. those things and we end up just making it more difficult. Yeah. 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 You know, it was, um, there was something that came across my mind when you were talking about that, but it just went right out the door again. Yeah, it just goes in, goes out, you know, just, yeah, that's what it does. But you, we said on our last show about yeah. sort of, yeah, this doesn't have to be so hard. Yes. And it doesn't have to take so long. Correct. Yeah, you're right. We did talk about that. Um, you know, this this doesn't take, to to be able to start feeling different and getting away from these BS stories doesn't take years and years and years and years of study analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go up to the top of a mountain for years at a time. You could, I suppose, uh, if yeah, you wanted if you to. you wanted to, you definitely yeah. could. Yeah, sounds like, sounds nice, actually. But, mm-hmm. yeah, but you can experience the beginnings of connecting with that kind of mm-hmm. um, relief, I guess, or just different way of experiencing things mm-hmm. just yeah. by getting into the body. Well, and just like... Like the mustard, mm-hmm. right? That's a moment in time. Yeah. Right? It's a mustard moment. It's a mustard moment. And you can have your own mustard moment. <laughs> Just found whenever the title of the you episode. Choose, whenever you choose, it is available to you. <laughs> Choosing our mustard moment. And that's where over time, that's the simplicity. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. really, we live in a series of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our experience in this moment is what matters, yep. right? And in the next moment is what matters. Mm-hmm. And so if we have an accumulation of aware mustard moments, <laughs> it's that simple. Hey, we're just riding this one into the sunset. I, I love it. Okay, I'll, I won't say it. No, again. mustard moment. This is perfect. No, it's great because <laughs> it, it does fit, right? And <clears throat> the mustard moment, you could have chosen it to be much bigger than it really was. Mm-hmm. And we can say that about just about anything. Right now, obviously, huge situations, right? <clears throat> big things that you know, you know, big losses, big traumas. I mean, we're talking. That's something. We're talking about the stories that we can sometimes say are really big deals, but if we can get into the body, we can see that we're the one making it bigger mm-hmm. than it actually really is, and or needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's a mustard moment. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And this one could have been where I decided I'm not going to have lunch. <laughs> right oh okay well that's to hell I with mean, you mustard it, well, well really like okay <laughs> no okay great i can't find it i'm not going to be able to eat what i want to eat right like we just do these swooping so therefore i'm not going to eat so then i'm not going to eat right and then if i'm not going to eat or i go eat some kind of thing that i don't want to eat and then that doesn't help me to feel better or i don't eat right and then that sort of is the next moment mm-hmm. <laughs> right and that it influences my experience in the following moments. Exactly. Right. So this is where we can get off kilter, off track, yeah. derailed just because of mustard. Because of mustard yeah. or what you're choosing to make out of the mustard. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, so for example, you could go home, find the mustard, it'll be right in front of you, mm-hmm. and you could create a crazy story about what that means. Mm-hmm. It means I'm getting old or I'm getting blind. Yes. I am, and that must mean this. And that must mean that, or I'm losing my marble. I mean, and all of a sudden, 
your whole evening could be ruined because you couldn't find the mustard at lunch, mm-hmm. but you found it a little later. What does it all mean? It just means you couldn't find the mustard. Exactly. Yes, that moment I couldn't find the mustard. I don't have to make it into something that I'm going to be worried about because mm-hmm. it was one moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, right, because what good would that do? And we tend to do that in our efforts to think that we can understand everything. <laughs> or everything has to have major meaning, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or as an indicator of something else, yes. significance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, and so the ease part of that is really just recognizing that getting into the body as we talk about, which starts with a deep breath, mm-hmm. you know, into that belly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and slowing down, mm-hmm. let that emotion, whatever it is, frustration, was that what you were feeling around the mustard? Um, if I thought about it, yes, I felt frustration. Okay. You know, if, if, I, if I was kind of like on this fence of like, okay, am I going to really give myself time to think about this mustard situation, then frustration would grow, right? right? If it just was like, okay, (laughs) I'm not, (laughs) it's mustard. (laughs) I'm going to be okay here. (laughs) And I went on about my business, Mm -hmm. right? Then I didn't give it a whole lot of thought. I didn't actually think about it until we started talking about it. Yeah, right. Right. And now it's become like the... The mm. raining. Now I'm going to think about it the rest of the day. <laughs> that's right. oh, yeah. I'm wondering where it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is that is your ability <laughs> to do that comes from a body space. Mm-hmm. Having yeah. done enough times mm-hmm. getting into the getting into the body, going okay, this is making up a story. Mm-hmm. This doesn't this doesn't need to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I can let it go. Mm-hmm. I can choose how much energy I want to give this. Yeah, you've done that enough times. And that's the difference, right? Like if I went to a headspace with it, why can't I find the mustard? Where is the mustard? I'm not going to stop looking until I find the mustard, right? If I made it into a theme, I would have stayed in a headspace with mm-hmm. it, right? And that's where we make our situations into problems, Yeah. right? Instead, it was an acceptance of, hmm, I may not be having mustard today. Mm-hmm. My body wasn't in distress. <laughs> I was safe. <laughs> I knew I was going to be okay, uh, right? And I knew I, you know, my body was hungry still. It's like, hello, we're still hungry though. Right. So we right. need to eat something. Well, we need to eat something. Yeah. I'm so tempted to text hubby Dave and tell him to find the mustard and then hide it. <laughs> <laughs> hide it somewhere <laughs> legitimate just to see what, we'll test your theory on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll let you know. I won't I'll let that. you know. I won't do that. But yeah, it is, <clears throat> it is easier. Uh, oh, wow. It is easier to do. And we ran out of time talking about mustard. Look at that. How does that happen? I don't know. I know. I I know. know. It was good time, so. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And and certainly this is a theme that we want to keep picking up on, is that, that this is this is accessible stuff. Mm-hmm. Anybody can access this at any time and experience new feelings of relief and perspective mm-hmm. just from getting into the body. And mm-hmm. and if you want to know more about how to do that to your, with yourself, first and foremost, check out the six-week self-mastery course that Tawny has at unperfectyourself.com. <laughs> In the meantime, keep listening to more episodes of Breaking Up with RBS. We got to go. I'm getting the signal. Uh, <laughs> I'm JDK Winnikin. And I'm Donnie Santabria. We got to go. Find the mustard. Bye. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore.